wanted money in the club, so I gave it to him. Homie wanted 50 from the plug, so I gave it to him. All my niggas needed was some love, so I gave it to him. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Frank's Unsolicited Advice. And this week we're going to talk about being real, being you, being who you're supposed to be. That's what we're going to talk about. You know, I was sitting here talking with my daughter and we talking about different things that's going on. And, you know, I was, I had this thought and I've seen it so many times in life, especially when I joined the Navy, you know what I'm saying? Uh, people come in and you're in a new spot and nobody knows you. So at the end of the day, you can come in and act who you want to be because since nobody joined with you, nobody knows the real you. But eventually that, that gets exposed because you get put in situations that you like, oh man, how do I move? And the real person that's been in them situations or you being real to who you say you was, you'd be able to know how you move, you know? So that's one of the big things that I wanted to talk about today. It was on my mind and it's, it's dealing with just a lot of different things, right? And, and sometimes we get preoccupied with the fact that uh, what people say about us, people lie about us, people think about us. And I used to be like that too. You know, I used to, I used to really be like that. Like I would worry about, you know, man, this person said this about me and get real butthurt about it. You know, like it burned my biscuits and then I would want to approach him. But as I got older, I, something I realized is that people don't keep it a buck all the time. They, they, they say they do, but they don't, you know, but you can build a facade in front of people like, yo, you just thugged out or you this real person, you know, oh, you know, I don't care. I'm going to tell anybody to their face. And so that person's in your face and then the conversation's like, yo, what's up? How you doing? How's everything going? So a few things happened this week that I just can't really get into, you know, um, because it's not my business to talk about. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to come up in here and start running about other people's businesses and, and just to get you something to listen to. I'm going to talk about my situations and the stuff I dealt with. But those those things triggered this thought, you know what I'm saying? So uh, I just feel that growth in a person has to start with looking in the mirror and living who you are. You know, uh, for a while, I thought, you know, when I was in, in, in school, being a nerd was whack, right? Like if you was a nerd, you was a herb, you know what I'm saying? Bars. But it was... People looked at you funny, you know, like, oh, you smart? You're a nerd? You want to read books? Like, blah, blah, blah? Nah, that's garbage, you know? You want to be like the cool kids. But now, like, being a nerd is dope. And I sit here sometimes and I think, man, I should have just been who I was supposed to be. And maybe I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. Or maybe I would have. Who knows? But I didn't live my truth then. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I, and, and I've always been me, though. I, this is a contradiction in itself because I didn't live my truth in the sense that I probably could have been a lot better in school than I was. But I've always been me. You know what I'm saying? I, I didn't try to be more than I was. So, like, when my boys were sitting there uh, hanging out with certain people, yeah, I was affiliated because I know them, but that doesn't mean I have to be them. You know what I'm saying? Um, I have friends, but I was never trying to be more than I was, I should say. So, you know, if I wasn't the type of dude to carry a raise in my mouth, I'm not trying to carry raise in my mouth just because my friends did it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to be a gang part of a gang just because my friends did it. Uh, I'm not trying to fit in. I'm me. But because I was me and I was real, you know, people, I, I made friends. You know what I'm saying? And I got along with everybody. So it wasn't like, oh, yo, Frank, F Frank. No, it was, we got along. So um, that's that's something that I try to tell my son, you know, um, that that always be true to who you are. Because people respect realness. You know what I'm saying? Nobody wants a fake person around them. I tell that to my kids. And I try to live that. You know, I try. 
but I also try to get along with everybody too. So that way I'm not forced to be something I'm not, you know? Um, but this week, you know, I was, I was, I was, life is happening. You know, you're living through certain experiences. You're, you're seeing certain things and you're like, man, you know, um, maybe if, you know, if people just were honest with themselves, it'd be a lot better. So they got to look at themselves first. Right. And sometimes many accepting your truth is very hard. You know, we, we, we sit here and we try to, you know, portray like where we got it all together. You know, like we have it and life is figured out. And, and at times there's a front because not all of us have it figured out. And if you're sitting here trying to lie to yourself that you do, you're just hurting yourself because it's okay not to have it figured out. It's okay not to know what the next step is. It's okay not to have everything mapped out. It's not supposed to be mapped out. It's supposed to be. I'm not going to say it's not supposed to be mapped out. Let me take that back. You, you're going to have moments where it's not mapped out. You got to adjust and overcome. Like I said in my last podcast, adapt and overcome. <laughs> right? So we, if, if, and, and the thing about it is, you know, we, we, we knock each other down because we don't want to be real with who we are. We don't want to accept the responsibility of the things we've done or lack thereof. You know, um, we haven't we don't want to admit that, you know what? I could have been a better father if I would have did this or I could have been a better person if I did that because we're not being true to ourselves. We're not living our truth. You know, now, now some people, they live it. You know, some people are, are raggedy individuals and they live that truth all day, every day. No problem. Raggedy in the morning, in the evening, at night. In the afternoon, at the crack of dawn, they raggedy, 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 raggedy. And some people are generally nice, 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 nice. I also fear them people that are not nice or or are negative and stuff like that. They just went through something and they haven't dealt with it. Which I think leads to another thing that that I saw this week is we think we deal with things, but we don't. We 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 have a hard time accepting things because it's true, and we haven't accepted them. So, you know, uh, example is my wife and I, we, we been, we've been through a lot. Uh, we've had our issues. And we're at a point in our relationship where there's certain things we can talk about that we couldn't talk about back then. And that's because we've overcome those issues. You know, that's because we can talk about it and not get mad because we've dealt with them. We've confronted them. We accepted them. We moved on from them. But sometimes in life, we say, oh, I moved on. I'm over it. And that doesn't bother me. And then you see a picture of the person. You're like, oh, like I'm, I'm, I'm I can say this. I have a hard time forgiving somebody that did something to me back in 2008. I do. I've talked about it. There's, there's one guy that hated on me, this master chief. And, and to this day, talks bad about me. He does. And I, you know. It is what it is. Maybe I'm doing something right. Maybe he hates the fact that he screwed me over and I still made chief. But that's that's neither here or there. But I, I know, I know, I'm admitting it to everybody that's listening, whether it's five or six people or 20 or 30 people, that I have not got over that. I have a hard time forgiving this man for whatever reason, only because he wasn't man enough to come to my face and tell me. That's why. Like if he would admit it to me to my face today, I would forgive him on the spot because at least you owning it. I'm not going to do nothing to you. I have three kids. I'm a professional. I pay taxes. 
I'm not some thug. But I just want you to look me in my eye, man to man, and say, yo, I screwed you over because I don't like you. And I'm fine with that. I am. I will I give that man a hug at that point in time and say, you know what? Thank you for giving me the freedom of confirmation to give closure on what I know already. So I know that. That's me being honest. That's me looking in the mirror and say, Frank, you know what? How are you preaching to all these people and telling people to live their truth and be real with them and you not doing it to yourself? So I'm being real with you right now. I know I can't stand that person. And I'm a Christian. And I'm saying that. So that's God working on me. He got to work on me on that. He do. He do. But I'm grateful for the experience. I appreciate that it happened because you know what? At least I know that that's possible. I'm not one of these people that lives in a bubble that thinks that evil is not out there, that racism doesn't exist, that prejudice doesn't exist, that none of this doesn't exist. I know that. I get it. Thank you. You taught me that. You confirmed what I knew, so I appreciate that, but I just want you to keep it real. But that's me being honest with my truth. So I'm not perfect. I, I say that all the time. None of us are. None of us are. So I think that once people start living their truth, who they are, life will be better. People will be better. Own your self. And I say that because in order for us to overcome hurdles in life, we have to admit that those hurdles exist, take them head on, and correct the problems that we have to overcome those hurdles. And that's with anything. That's relationships. That's at work. That's self-growth. That's all that. So own your truth. Don't try to be something different because you want to fit in. Don't try to be something different because you want you don't want people to know. I mean, it's, it's OK to keep personal stuff. You know, I'm not going to come to work and tell everybody. Yo, me and my wife had a fight last night. Oh, I'm struggling. I can't keep it together. No, I mean, I might confide in some coworkers or in some friends and say that, but I'm not just going to I'm not going to put on Instagram <laughs> breaking news. Frank doesn't have his ish together. No. But, you know. What I mean, when I say own your truth, own yourself, be honest, live your truth, is admit, face it, even if it's into yourself at night in the darkest part of your house, in your room, and you're looking in the mirror or whatever, you're laying there and, you, you know, whatever you do, be real. Don't be one of these people that act like they don't have no issues, like they got it all figured out, like there's nothing wrong, because guess what? Other people see it. It comes out eventually. It's like that nasty pimple that finally hits a head and you have it on your on the tip of your nose and everybody sees it. And you're trying to like, oh, it's not there, but it's there. They see it, you know, and everybody's scared to stand in front of you because it's getting my pop in their face. So, yeah, don't don't admit it. Own it. Be real. You know, it's OK if you're not the hardest dude on the block. It's OK if you're insecure a little bit and you're trying to get right because you're not happy where you at. It's OK if you have feelings about things or you're not healed or you're not overcoming certain things or you're not where you want to be because it's always a constant strive to be better anyways. It, it happens every day. You're going to change. You know, it's OK not to know what the next step is. And I had to learn that, too. I like to be in control. I'm going to tell y'all, like, I, I, I felt so overwhelmed a week ago. 
I was stud- I was trying to finish this class that I didn't want to do. I don't know what possessed me. I, I was supposed to do an episode of who told me to as a phrase, right? <laughs> to talk about the things that we do. And I'm like, who told me to take this class? Like, who told me to buy this car? Who told me to get in this? And I'm going to do that. I'll probably do it today. I don't know. I probably might record two or three episodes while I take a break from studying. But anyways, so I, w- I had the class. My wife wanted to do the floors in a, in, in a I don't know what you want to call that room. We got our treadmills and bikes and weights in there. And I also have my my my, my DJ controllers from when I want to act like I'm a DJ and I go in there and that's my escape. So you could say entertainment room slash workout room, maybe. I don't know. One of those. Anyway, I did, we started the floor. So I got the class going on. I had to write a paper that day, an eight-page paper. I had to take a quiz that weekend. Um, had the class. So I said class, paper, quiz. By the way, a licensing boot camp on a Zoom call three hours each day. Working on the floor. Thinking about work. Uh, also having distractions with other things that I, I, for the first time, I didn't have control or I felt I wasn't in control. And if somebody that knows me knows, I like to have my stuff planned out. Boom, boom, boom. Like today I got up, I had coffee. I went out, I sent my book back to Amazon that I rented for this class. I sent in my background check to Virginia State Police. I dropped the phone off for my wife that she left at home. And I was on a ranking board on a call the whole time. Control. I'm structured. That's what it is. I'm structured. And when the things aren't structured, I get overwhelmed. So if you want to ever see me look like I'm lost, just throw a monkey wrench in something and give me time to figure it out because I'm going to look crazy. I'm going to look like, wow, what happened? And... I had to admit that. I told my wife, I said, I was overwhelmed. I took this test on the 14th. I failed it. Failed it. I knew I wasn't ready, though, but I still took it. So I cost myself $35. Here I am taking the test again tomorrow. But I've been studying. I've been reviewing. I've been reading. Taking control. Planning my day. Putting it into structure. Because that's my truth. That's me. You know, if things aren't going the way I want them to go, I, I get flustered. I get overwhelmed. And and then I'm not thinking right. I'm, I'm, I'm not functioning the way I'm supposed to function. Some people could live like that, though. I can't. So, you know, that's that's what caused me. Not that, but different things help me uh, come up with this thought for this podcast. And that's it, it's that we need to be honest with each other. Or honest with ourselves and own our truth. You know, uh, somebody asked me to do an episode on relationships. And I I'm, I want to do it. I want to do it with my wife because I think it'd be great. It'd be a great maybe one or two part, three part thing to do. Because I don't want to overwhelm you guys with an hour long podcast. Uh, but, uh, you know, the, the, the truth is when, we, when they're not, we're not being real with ourselves, it's hard to be happy. It's hard to make anybody else happy. It's hard to overcome things. It's hard to be a better person because we're not facing our demons. We're not being honest. We're not we're not being truthful. You know, um, me and my uh, daughter were talking the other day. Yesterday, I want to say my oldest. And, you know, we're, we're talking about marriages and relationships. And she's like, man, you know, people... After 15, 20 years, wake up and they're done. And you know what? The truth about that is I believe that that's not doesn't happen overnight. 
you don't wake up after all the kids are going out the house and you're you're looking at retirement and wake up next to your wife that you've been next to for 25, 30 years and say, chick, I don't want to be with you no more. You don't make me happy. I don't even want to touch you. I'm gone. No, you knew that, but you chose not to live it. And you just carried on with this facade because that's what you wanted. Or people that lived, you know, got married, had kids, have a whole family and then wake up one morning and say, well, you know, I'm, I'm actually gay or I'm a lesbian and I don't want to be here no more. That might be a little bit more difficult in the truth to live because of society. But still, that didn't happen overnight. You knew that already. You just fought that for so long. You know, and that's just that's what I'm uh, uh, Brooklyn. Sorry about that. Uh, my dog was uh, getting on and on the couch sniffing stuff. So I, I, I apologize for that. But, uh, you know, you, that didn't happen overnight. So I think that once we start living our truth and start being who we want to be and who we're supposed to be, we can be a better self. We could be better parents. We could be better friends, better lovers, better husbands, better wives, better spouses, better teachers, better leaders, better everything is owning the truth. You know, like, for, I, I'll be honest with you. I, there, there's things that work that I struggle with, but I know to lean on my coworkers and say, yo, bro, I need, or sis, I need help. You know what I'm saying? Help me out with this because I, I can't. And I think that's what makes me good at what I do is because I'm not scared to say, hey, I need help. So, you know, face your truth, own your realness, and you should be fine. That's my, this, that's this episode of Frank's Unsolicited Advice is owning your truth, being you. It's okay to be you. And at the beginning, what you heard was a, a song by Lox, L-O-X, off the new album, Living Off Experience. I think it's gave it to him. Let me check. I was just listening to it. It kind of helped me get in my mood. But uh, yes, it's Living Off Experience. The Locks gave it to him. I don't own the rights to that song, so I'm putting it out there. And I'm looking. So on another note, I'm looking at doing some interviews uh, with some friends of mine. Trying to get them out there. I got a good friend of mine, uh, Paris Cunningham. He used to be my pastor in the Bronx. Young man, great man, husband, friend, brother. And starting his own podcast soon. So I'm trying to get him on here so we could do a quick interview. Talk about him. Uh, talk about the podcast coming up. And, you know, I don't have that many listeners. But at least my 10, 15, 20 listeners could carry over to his 10, 15, 20 listeners and vice versa. It's about helping each other grow. Anyway, man, God bless. Take care. Thank you for listening to Frank's Unsolicited Advice.